Cause we got the alternative energy Molecular free autonomy And welcome to the Radioactive Show Produced at the studios of 3CR Melbourne And heard nationally on the Community Radio Network Hi and welcome, I'm K.A. And you're listening to the Radioactive Show Produced at 3CR on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and broadcast across this stolen continent through the Community Radio Network. On the 5th of August, the day before the 72nd anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima, 72 years ago, a city was laid to waste in a moment and a few days later another city in an instant. The accounts of survivors of Hiroshima and Nagasaki graphically explain why nuclear weapons must be eliminated. Survivors of Ohibaksha, like Mr. Soe Hori, who I've spoken to in Japan, share their difficult stories to remind us that we can no longer tolerate the threat to humanity or the deadly poisoning of our environment contained in the warheads of nuclear weapons. This is Mr. So- Soe Hori, from Hiroshima and his testimony that he graciously shared with me from his home in Japan. I have a chance. Uh, I want to speak how terrible and uh, horrible nuclear um, bomb was. Uh, I think today world condition is very bad after the Second World War, mm. it's very dangerous situation. Uh, no, uh, nuclear, nuclear weapon. Uh, it it is all over the world. I think today's nuclear weapon is very strong than Hiroshima and Nagasaki one. Mm. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're right. They've made them more stronger and dangerous. Uh, I think yes. Mm. Mm. Uh, I my my younger sister uh, lived in Hiroshima, but uh, as an elder sister, brother, mother, father. Pass away already mm. because my uh, I will be seventy-seven already. Mm. 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 My elder sister uh, is uh, eighty-two years old already. Mm. And she was she was ten years old when the the bomb was dropped. Yes. She, she believes more uh, clearly than me because uh, they uh, they was ten years old at that time. I was only five years old at that time. Mm. It is very important thing for me uh, because uh, more elder Hidaksha pass away gradually year by year. Uh, but the, uh, the day after tomorrow, my brother-in-law, my uh, younger sister's husband, uh, speak my 
We've been hearing the sad account from the Hibakshi survivor, Mr. Soi Hori, and now we'll hear from Marcus Atkinson from the Walkadura Walkabout and from Vicky Abdullah, a dual native title holder. My name is Vicky Abdullah. I'm a Wangata person from the Northern Goldfields. I'm a dual native title holder for between Walena, Yilari to uh, Linster. One of the traditional owners of the country. Um. Marcus Atkinson, I'm with the Walkadura Walkabout. And yeah, we're all in Perth at the moment and getting ready to head out to Waluna on Friday the 4th of August. Great. And can you tell um, us a little bit about Walkadura Walkabout? The Walkadura Walkabout's been going for, this will be our seventh year out on the road. And um, yeah, this year's really important um, because Labor got in at the the last state election. They haven't been as strong on banning uranium as we would have liked to have seen. And they've announced recently that they're going to allow the four proposed mines that were approved by the previous Liberal government. And yet Labor has said that they can't stand in the way of, of that happening. So the walk is really important this year to try and raise the awareness around uranium mining in Western Australia and to also <coughs> put pressure on Labor with the upcoming state election or the upcoming Labor State Conference um, towards the end of August. So hopefully, yeah, the walk will like raise the profile of, of uranium mining in Western Australia and we can get some good support through a lot of the unions and that. And we'll be sending messages back from traditional owners and a lot of the international guests we have out on the walk. And yeah, we'll keep fighting we've kept this stuff in the ground for a long time over here and we'll keep going and keep it in the ground for a long time to come and forever hopefully yeah great and um vicky can you tell us this will be your sixth walk that you've done with walker dura walkabout yeah um it'll be my sixth year walking with a group and it's good to get out there on country um yeah to meet people and um, show them our country and what we um, are talking about, standing up for, and um, especially all our international um, walkers, they have problems like um, what we have around around the country, around the world. And, you know, to see them coming out on the country to show them what we um, do the walk, the talk, um, to stop the uranium going ahead and yeah it's good crew 
around the walk, we have a bit of laugh, we have exciting things going on, um, teaching a bit of culture, do a bit of cultural awareness out there, um, yeah, guiding, through, guiding them through country and showing um, a bit of um, um, stuff. Um, mainly um, I go along to um, give all the walkers a bit of a support, especially our international walking crew and, um, you know, show, talk about our country, um, especially our um, sacred sites, um, tell them where to go and not to go and camping, yeah, and, you know, and we sit down, sit down and have a good yarn with them and, um, yeah, and um, teaching our culture same time. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. So you'll be all around the fire in a couple of days. Oh, yeah. Be cold too, so fire will be good to sit around because the weather over here seems a bit below average at the moment. Mm. And you mentioned, like, it's a really um, important time for the campaign, as we heard that um, WA Labor have done a backflip on um, pushing through the four uranium mines here in Western Australia, Kintyre, Lakeway and Waluna, Yiliri and Mulga Rock. Um, could you give us an update on where that campaign is at the moment, um, Marcus? Well, we're, we're constantly speaking out, and as are the traditional owners and other people. Um, each site kind of has its different situation. So Yaliri, um primarily at the moment, are CCWA along with members of the dual native title claim. And the EDO, the Environmental Defenders Office, have just launched a court case around the Yaliri decision. Um, a lot of that's to do with the process of the approvals and how it was kind of rushed through by the Liberal government, but also that the EPA had recommended that Yaliri not be approved because it will possibly cause the extinction of up to 15 subterranean flora um, species. So there's a legal challenge around that. Waluna Lakeway at the moment, like it's still very procedural and although it does have conditional state approval and federal approval, it's a long way from being a mine and none of the infrastructure has been built and the company itself hasn't even made like a, a final investment decision around that. So, yeah, we're really hopeful, even though Labor hasn't been as strong as we wanted them to be, we're still really hopeful that none of these mines are economically viable and none of the companies will pour the hundreds of millions of dollars into those sites that that they need to actually become established as a uranium mine. And, and Kintyre as well, which is also owned by Cameco, um, the same company that owned Jaliri, they actually wrote off um, close to $300 million in their last financial statement around 
like their investment in Kintyre. So the company themselves are already recognising that that project is not economically viable and has written off all the money that they've spent on it. So we really don't see them investing another two or three hundred million, possibly even more, to, to just get some of the infrastructure intact. And, and Mulga Rock, um, which has really been rushed through the approvals process by the, the previous Liberal government, um, is, is probably a bit of a scary one at the moment, and they're really gung-ho on, on getting this up and running. And it's our belief that Twiggy Forest is actually financing a lot of the company behind the scenes and that he is quite involved in pressuring the Labor Party to, to weaken their, their stance on uranium mining. So, like I mentioned before, the, the Labor State Conference is, is coming up at the end of August and it's really hopeful that that Labor members will, will vote on this issue during the conference and hopefully they can stick to their policy and strengthen their policy and and come back. And there's still a lot of approvals needed for mm. each of these sites. So, so hopefully the Labor State Conference, they can strengthen their stand and they can be more stringent during the, the rest of the approvals project and can also demand like 100% bonds up front, seeing though these projects are uneconomical. And, and if we can get a lot of that in place, then it makes any final investment decision by any of these companies just, it's not going to happen because it's way too much money. And, and they've said themselves that they need $60 a pound roughly to, to just break even. And the price at the moment is only like around 20 so it's definitely not economically viable and it's just crazy for this state to allow that to go ahead under the, under any circumstances, but especially when, yeah, there's no jobs, there's no money and it's just going to, like, leave a mess in the country. Mm. Yeah, thanks for that update. And it has been disappointing here in WA to have that backflip and that overturn by WA Labor that has gone against the the um, voices of traditional owners that have spoken loud and clear against the uranium mine and the communities, the workers, unions and the the general public that are concerned about uranium mining here in Western Australia. CCWA, um, as Marcus mentioned, has launched a court case with um, the dual members of the dual native title. Vicky is one of those people. And this week we heard um, a directions hearing at the Supreme Court um, in Perth here um, with the Environmental Defenders Office um, of WA who are um, working on our behalf in, in the Supreme Court. We had a directions hearing. Vicky, can you um, let the listeners know why you, uh, um, why you've become a member of this court case as a dual native title holder? Um, look, all I want is, you know, we need to speak to someone and you know to um, help us out to give the word out or tell the court, you know, tell the people, especially EPA, EPA to. Um, yeah, to um, to stop and ban all these uraniums 
around WA and all around the country, especially um, Australia, um, South Australia, Northern Territory, and especially WA, because we got four um, companies here, um, places, um, you know, on our hands, and, you know, we don't want this to be happening in WA. Mm. But... Um, like I go to meetings and that day we will be supporting South Australia, Northern Territory, wherever. Got to stop this. Mm. Mm. And the the court, the Supreme Court action that is happening is not only about um, stopping Yuliri uranium project going ahead, but it's also about upholding the environmental laws that we feel... Um, by the previous government have been um, undermined. So um, is there any other comments that, Marcus, you want to make or Vicky, you'd like to make? I think just because it's the the anniversary of Hiroshima coming up um, this weekend, I think it's just like like Hiroshima and, and we've just heard at Fukushima, they want to start dumping heaps of contaminated radioactive water, more of that into the, the ocean there. And I think Australia needs to really like, take a step back and just look at all that. And it was Australian <coughs> uranium that was fueling Fukushima. And it's not only we want to like, protect the country out here in WA and we don't want uranium mining out here... But it, it's just where does that end up and and how are we responsible for, for what happened at Fukushima and do we really want to even risk destroying country out here when the only thing that that substance is good for is, is building nuclear weapons and fueling nuclear power? And we just have to look at Hiroshima, Fukushima, Chernobyl and other places around the world and, and we need to just keep this stuff in the ground and, and Labor needs to, to really get strong on this again and, yeah, we need people to stand up, not just in Western Australia but all around this country and really say we don't want this country to be producing uranium for nuclear weapons and nuclear power anymore. Mm. And Vicky, any last words you'd like to say? Leave it in the ground. Oh, 
者の偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない保者の強い王者の偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない例えばカダフィオバマサルコジベルルスコーニー広瀬隆ランキタクシー総理大臣阪神巨人推進派反対派東電関電南電関電男女子供大人朝日文春エリスキリン悪人黒人声優大家トヨタ日産イラクイラン王者の強い王者の偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない王者の怖い王者のヤバい誰にも見えない匂いもない一時冷却水漏れても安全な原発24時間世界平和を守る原爆3時が起きるまで懲りない性格用心してても起きるマルケな単純ミス上手な宣伝メディアの威力甘い雰囲気狙いはサブリミナル加熱で新聞ぶち抜き広告信じてるうちに風が吹いてくる放射の強い放射の偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない放射の怖い放射のヤバい見えないに酔わない誰も逃げられない例えばビヨンセベヨンジュンエイリアンアンパンマンウルトラセブンレベルセブンアイヌバンドグリーンアイランドソフトバンクハードパンク松平清松平仁ザクマクゴジラモスラポリスコソドロ社長先生マイコマイコハンタモリタケシバツヤスキヤタタ様王者の強い王者の偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない王者の怖い王者のヤバい見えないにおわない誰も逃げられない王者のグラって死んじゃうなんていやいやよダダ漏れなのに止められないなんていやいやよ生まれてくる子供に恨まれるなんていやいやよ豊かで不健康な暮らしなんていやいやよ放射能で愛が強まるか放射能で賢くなれるか放射能で戦争なくなるか放射能で笑顔がこぼれるか放射能強い放射能偉い誰も差別しない誰にも負けない放射能怖い放射能やばい見えないにおわない誰も逃げられない見えないにおわない誰も逃げられない見えないにおわない誰も逃げられない見えないにおわない誰も逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない事故ったら逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない逃げられないゆっくりや逃げられない逃げられない逃げられない事故ったら安全だ安全だ安全だ安全だゆっくりや安全だ安全だ安全事故らなきゃ安全だ安全だ安全だ安全だゆっくりや安全だ安全だ安全なくなればなくなればなくなればなくなれば And that's it for this week's Rad Show. You've been listening to Marcus Atkinson from the Walker Dural Walkabout, Vicky Abdullah, dual native title holder, and Hibakusha survivor Soyu Hori from Japan. The music today was from Japanese Ainu band Rankin Dub. You can't see it and you can't smell it either. This show was recorded at 3CR Community Radio Station in what is now known as Fitzroy, Melbourne, but which is still the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kula Nation. And we acknowledge that their sovereignty has never been ceded. You can contact the radio show on our email, 
radioactiveshow.3cr at gmail.com or look up our Facebook page under the name The Radioactive Show. Past episodes are available on the 3CR website. Go to www.3cr.org.au forward slash radioactive. Thanks for listening and here's to a nuclear-free future. And finally, we'll leave you with a track called Marilinga by Johnny Lovett and the Yalata Band. But the government gives